Welcome into the Invest Well Show podcast. It's a little bit of a mouthful, Randy, but we got it out. Yep. Very excited. Going to be a great show, this show. You know, I'll tell you, each and every show, we want to try and share thought and insight to help you invest well. The world out there is challenging. It can be confusing. And politics are always very clear and clean. There's never, never, <laughs> Randy, never any issues uh, of politics. You told me you don't, we we're going to tell any jokes today. You're a funny man. <laughs> You're a funny guy you are. That's exactly right. So the, so the title of this show, if you didn't know and you didn't, that's why I'm going to tell you now, is how politics affect your wealth. And what to do now? You know, a lot of times we say, geez, I'm tired of politics or I'm, I'm really engaged in politics. It seems like everywhere we turn, Randy, politics is become the forefront of almost everything that we see. You know, it used to be news was an hour here, an hour there. Now it's 24 hours a day. Somebody talking about something, reevaluating and sharing something about something. And it's like, OK, enough is enough. But we are in a place where it affects the pendulum of our wealth. Well, I think we're all kind of weary of it all, don't you? And when you said enough is enough, I think that's the way a lot of people feel. And I hate to say that, but I think people have become a little disengaged because they've yeah. been so inundated with everything. Yep. It's like, I'm just backing off. I'm, I'm turning off the news and I'm just going to go about my life. People have become disengaged and that's a serious problem. And so we want to talk today a little bit about what it looks like as far as how it actually affects your money. You know, Randy, I'd be remiss if I did not even mention the fact that today we're going to also talk about taxes again, just mm -hmm. a little bit, a little touch. You know, we had a great conversation with a, a gentleman that we were able to help the other week save almost $600,000 in taxes through wow. the Wall Private Wealth Company. So we want to be sharing some thought there. For those of you that are out there, we're kind of nearing year end. What can you do? There's lots of different things there. By the way, I want to thank you for those of you that have shared thoughts and comments for the show. If you haven't taken a moment, we invite you to, wherever you're listening to this show, give us your rating. How you like the show, what you love about it, what you want to hear more of, what you'd like us to cover. Also, feel free to reach out to us at any time by going to leanonthewall.com. You can learn more about the companies sponsoring this show, which is Wall Private Wealth, Wall Lehman, and U.S. Private Wealth. All companies designed to help families protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth. Again, that's at leanonthewall.com. But, you know, Randy, let's talk about this just for a minute because, you know, we, we can catch ourselves. It's almost like a deer in the headlights, right? We're in a place where politics can become so mind-numbing mm -hmm. that you almost get paralyzed. You do. And at the same time, we have to pay attention because when it comes to politics and taxes, they are intertwined. And when movement happens, we got to be able to make movements in our own money <laughs> so that we don't have to pay more taxes than what we should. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. And there was a tax reform from Reagan. Uh, remember when he was talking about actually being in a place where things were not changed in the future? We have to make sure we protect some of this laws and regulation. This was back in the day, but they've been changed so many times. And there's so many different ways that the government has found opportunities to kind of weave themselves back into your portfolio through taxes and things that way and through even through your investments. In fact, one clear thing is that 3.8% Obamacare tax, mm -hmm. right? That was initiated by President Obama. And it was something that was supposed to be, quote unquote, for the wealthy. Well, that's trickled down to folks, not just that are wealthy, but people that have, you know, we'll call it mid-range money. And it's an additional 3.8% in tax. And it's just a, a unique and sneaky way. They're sneaky, sneaky, Randy. They really are. <laughs> and finding their ways 
through. And that's a serious problem. And I know it's something that that we see each and every day. And I know you don't pay any taxes, so you don't have to worry about that because you're you've just figured it all out. You put all of yours in a uh, a trust fund over in Agua, which is not a country. Again with the jokes, you're just you're <laughs> killing it today. We need to put you on the Tonight Show. You're so funny. Well, there you go. There you go. What you know, the reality of it is, we do have to say, okay, what should we do? And so let's talk about this. And I want to talk first about markets. You know, when you take a look at markets and pullback, and when I say pullback, I'm talking about the markets going up, the markets going down. Pullback is when the market goes down. And when we take a look at markets in general, if you if you go back and you trend markets, you're starting to see more and more the fact that there is political risk when it comes to markets. And in fact, there was a little clip that you had, mm-hmm. Randy, that I want you to play for everybody listening to this show of a gentleman sharing thoughts of if so-and-so gets elected, what his perspective is. Go ahead and play that now. This is Leon Cooperman. He's a billionaire hedge fund manager, runs a company called Omega. He was asked on CNBC, what do you think could actually stall this market out? Listen, everything he talks about has to do with politics. I think there are two things to watch carefully. Okay, one is Iran. A war with Iran would spike the price of oil, which would be very negative. We talked about that. Yeah. Okay, the second thing to watch is China. If the president resorts to putting on another round of tariffs, that probably increased the probability of recession. And if we have a recession, the market drops at least 25 percent. If Elizabeth Warren is elected president, in my opinion, uh, market drops 25 percent. Bernie Sanders, same thing. How about that? All politically motivated. <laughs> really is. I mean, you talk about, yeah, exactly. I mean, let's go through that list real quick. Tariffs, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't have tariffs before. And that definitely affects things. You know, there's a company that we're involved with and in helping raise some capital for that's a scooter company. And a great opportunity. I was in San Antonio the other week researching that opportunity. Great opportunity for middle markets in America because the way we travel has changed and it's become a big, big deal. So this is a kind of a unique opportunity. We're blessed to have it, to be able to help some of the families that we work with have opportunity to be involved with that. But one of the line items on the production cost for these scooters as they're made in China is a tariff cost per scooter. Mm-hmm. You know, And so they're literally in a situation where they're, they're having to add in anywhere between 10 to 15%, sometimes more, of actual hard cost per scooter because of the tariffs. Now, that's not necessarily a horrible thing because we can still make a lot of money and profit, you know, if the business is run correctly and efficiently in the model and the way it's set up. And I believe that's going to be a non-issue. But the point is, is it is something that is now a line item that you have to adjust. Now, whether that'll stay or whether it'll go away is still yet to be seen. But what we know is that affects product, that affects where things are bought and sold, that affects what's happening. In fact, the other thing that we're seeing, just in relation to that, when you talk about the investment side, Randy, we're seeing a lot of U.S. companies that are literally in a place where they're saying, okay, we're not going to wait around till the end of this political conversation. We're actually going to make steps and take steps to move where we produce our product. And so what you're seeing is, is you're seeing manufacture shift, we'll call it. And there's a lot of companies that are now, they maybe already had or they're putting and getting footprint in countries like India, as an example. Mm -hmm. And they're saying, we're going to go and we're going to produce product there. Now, why is that important? Well, the reason it's important is obviously it interacts and connects with the whole international feel of where money moves, how it moves, where economies grow, how they grow. And when you look at China as an example, you know, because of just some of the things that are happening, they've had so much growth over the years, Randy, that a lot of the buildings that you see in some cities are literally vacant. Mm -hmm. And why is that important? Well, it's important because when you take a look at politics and when you take a look at investing, one of the things that we know that's a fundamental role is money does not go away. It just moves. 
That's a key point that I want you to remember as you're listening to this, as you look at investments. Money does not go away. It just moves. You know, when I was in San Antonio, I also spent an additional day. This was here last week, so the second week in October. And I was in Dallas, and I was meeting with uh, a lady that is an agent. She works with some different professional athletes and things like that. As as you know, Randy, in our companies where we help families, we also have a pro-athlete division where we can help athletes. And one of the things that we were talking about is how many people are moving into different cities right now in Texas. San Antonio being one, Dallas being another, Houston being another. There are mass people still moving into cities in Texas from California. Mm-hmm. Well, where is this coming from? It's because of the political climate in California. People are tired of the politics. They're tired of the high taxes. They're tired of cities that are not being effectively managed because people are trying to steal money out of coffers, so to speak. And so what that means is, is we're seeing political shift, which is investment shift. And we saw that back in 2008, kind of the same kind of thing. So when we take a look at investments and how it affects our money, not only is it going to affect markets in general, who's in office and what's happening just because of the pendulum swing, but it's also going to affect true, we'll call it private equity or private business structure and where economic development happens or does not happen. And so I think that's really important as an investor is you got to be paying attention to that. And if you're not paying attention to that, and by the way, a little newsflash here, if you have someone that's helping you with your investments and you're not hearing some of these conversations come out or they're not, maybe they're coming out, but there's no practical ideas to actually capture some of this political shift, economic shift, investment shift, and how to really capture some of these things, then you're probably not dealing with someone that is forward thinking. And that's important. I think that when you mention these stories, Michael, about business owners moving from one country to the next, moving from one state to the next, that to me is a proactive move. They're looking at a early trend. They're moving in that direction, take advantage of that trend. And I think individuals need to do the same thing when it comes to where the business climate is going and also where the tax landscape is going as well. And I think that's something we should be paying attention to and not be asleep on. Well, that's exactly right. I mean, obviously, from Texas as an example, Texas is a state that has no, has zero state income tax. Florida has zero state income tax. You know, Florida's moved way up in the ranks. I was just with Jeff Atwater, which he was the previous CFO for the state. I was with him uh, last Thursday night, and we were having a conversation, which was about a week ago. We were having a conversation about some different things and, and where the state is moving and the economic engine and where things are in Florida. And I'll tell you, Florida, in a lot of ways, is booming. It really is. And the reason is, is because they took the lens of creating it as a state and making it as a state that is business friendly. Now, we all may know that and we all may think like that. If you're listening to this show, you're probably economically driven. You're probably in a situation where you're maybe more conservative in nature. You're probably in a situation where you're like, hey, you know, I get all these things. We want to make it available and easy for businesses to grow. Obviously, there's got to be regulation, but it's got to be sensible. But how does that trickle down in relation to where you're actually investing money? Because as we say all the time, Randy, knowledge is great, but it's the application of that knowledge that actually makes a difference. And so one of the things that I want to share and suggest with you is really the idea that you got to be working and connecting yourself. If you're not out there finding ideas, you need to be working with folks or firms that are. And that's one of the things that I want to challenge you with when you look at your investments, regardless of who wins the next political election for president, regardless of what that looks like. Are you physically in a situation where your investments are structured in such a way where they are just riding the ebbs and flows of the stock market? 
or are you allowing off-market investments? Are you in a place where you're working with a firm or companies that are researching ideas and opportunities? And if you're not, I'm going to leave a little stop here in the podcast and say, listen, you need to get that. You need to have that. You need to be thinking forward. You need to be thinking about those things. And that's one of the things that our firms do. And again, a little call to action here. So if you want more information about that, go to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. You can learn more about us, more about the companies, and learn more about some of that proactive approach. Because I'll tell you, Randy, that makes all the difference in the world. One of the things that we know is most investment opportunity is had, you know, in the first side of the aisle, not the last side of the aisle. The last thing you want to do is be getting in on the way out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a very good point. And at the same time, when you talk about the business landscape, when I talk about the tax landscape, and we've talked about that many times here on the program, you know, yeah. watch these debates. You know, I mean, I don't care what side of the political aisle you are on, but just know this, that right now, if you watch that Democratic debate, they have some plans over there of where all of this is going to get funded. And a lot of it's going to get funded by upper echelon people who have a lot of money. There's an article right now on Yahoo Finance. I just saw this yesterday. This is among people who have $32 million or more in assets. Okay, now mm-hmm. that's not all of you, but mm-hmm. that's probably some of you listening today. If mm-hmm. Joe Biden were elected, the tax rate goes from 23% to 30%. If yeah. Elizabeth Warren becomes elected, that will go to 62%. If Bernie yeah. Sanders is elected, 97%. 7.5% on some of these millionaires and billionaires. Yeah, so, and you know what's interesting, Randy, just to interject there, that's not, it's not like it's never happened before. Right, right. It's actually happened before. That's the interesting thing. If you look at the historics of our tax code, we are right now at one of the lowest tax times in the history of our country. Back in World War II, there was a 90-some percent tax bracket. Yeah, it's a big deal. And so the reality of it is we have to prepare for that and there's going to be strategy that's done around that. You know, I, I mentioned at the beginning of the show about a gentleman that we saved a bunch of money in taxes, kind of help with that, and just kind of want to end and land a plane on that real quick. Because if you're out there and you're a high-income earner or you've sold property and you're going to be in a situation where you're, you're going to pay a lot of capital gains tax this year, maybe you've sold your company or you're looking to sell your company. I got a referral, Randy, from a gentleman in D.C. that's got a really cool cigar bar, by the way, that he's looking to sell which I may buy. I don't know. <laughs> I'm actually talking about it. I was like, that'd be kind of cool. I mean, it's literally like four blocks from the White House. So I'm like, you know what? Uh, that might be in the portfolio. How about that? <laughs> My boss came but, up to me the other day. He says, do you smoke cigars? I said, no. He said, there's time to learn. Walk this way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's exactly right. So just kind of a cool spot. I mean, it's just kind of a cool, fun hangout. They got some great food, whatever. But he was referred to us primarily because he's in a situation where he is going to get hammered this year in taxes, not necessarily just from the sale of his business, but from the sale of some real estate that he's got, his income's over a million dollars a year, some other things going on. So that was a referral. So one of the things that we want to be doing is sitting down, because you know a lot of people, historically, what they say is, hey, I got a tax account and I'm good to go, but what else can I do? Well, there's other strategy that we can implement. And a lot of CPAs, not that they're bad people, but they are not necessarily always schooled in advanced tax planning. They're schooled in how to best and most efficiently file the return and what are the forms that are correct. You know, the federal government does a good job. The IRS does a good job of continuing to come out with new rules and laws and things to keep them on their toes. But when it comes to actually implementing advanced planning, 
a lot of times CPAs are lacking there. And it's not that they're bad people or they're not knowledgeable. They're just lacking in that space. They just don't have the time to research what they need to research. And that's one of the things that through All Private Wealth we do. You know, I'm a certified tax coach. There's about 400, 450 of us in the country doing advanced tax planning on folks. And one of the things that we talk about with the families we work with, Randy, is how can we reduce taxes? And so this example of a gentleman that I was dealing with, he's actually uh, from Fort Wayne. We were connecting with him and he was referred in and he's going to have an income this year counting his capital gains of almost four and a half million. And he's like, I need to save some money in taxes. What can I do? And you know, what happens a lot of times with most investment firms out there is they're focused on, okay, hey, we can get you a little bit more money this year. We can get you another 1% or 2% or 3% on your investments. Nothing wrong with that. Or, hey, we can help you protect what you have. Nothing wrong with that. We can help you diversify. Nothing wrong with that. But at the end of the day, if you can't or not focusing on advanced tax planning in addition, then you're really sitting on a two-legged stool when it was an intended to be a three- or four-legged stool. you got to make sure that you have all of these aspects in line. And who doesn't want to keep as much money in taxes as they can while being ethical? And we're not talking about doing anything unethical here. You know, like when somebody's on the golf course and they kick their ball to the left, Shh. saying, nobody's watching. Stop with that. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it really, really is important. So when you're listening to this, listen, if you're in a place where you have an high income this year or you got some questions, reach out to us. We can get you some more information on that. And uh, it's really important. And I know, Randy, we see this all the time because you've seen and connected with other advisors throughout the country, all great people, but a lot of the lens and focus is not necessarily always on saving money in taxes. That is true. If your plan is simply an investment plan, there's so much more to it than that. And moving your money forward is a great thing, but putting more money in your pocket and not losing that money is part of it. I mean, that tax code has 70,000 some pages, and it's a moving target that's added to every time we have a new president. So it's something you got to keep up with. You can't go to sleep on it. Got to pay attention and have somebody who's doing the same thing. Yeah, it's a big deal. It really is a big deal. And it's not something, you know, you can go back and look in the past, but it's not something that a lot of things have to be done now, so mm-hmm. to speak, or we'll call it before year end. So if you got questions on that, you want to reach out, you want to connect with us, go to leanonthewall.com. You can learn about some of our companies. We have several different companies all designed to do different things, but the big focus there is helping families protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth. So remember, let's kind of recap the show. We talked about politics and investments. One of the things that you got to be focused on is politics can move the needles, not only of the stock market, but also investment shift, where companies go, where people live, why they live where they live. You want to be on the forefront of understanding what some of those opportunities are. So if you're not doing that, you need to be really thinking about that or focused on that and focused on ways to capture that or connect with companies or firms, investment companies and firms that are focused on that capacity. The second thing that we talked about is the idea of taxes in general. I know we talked on several different shows about taxes, but this is a big, big deal. We, we've heard it said before, the only thing that's guaranteed in life is death and taxes. And so my challenge is to continue to help you have the lens of saying, okay, what am I currently doing? And don't just go, 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 go. That can be the biggest detriment of an entrepreneur. They just run, run, go, go, build, build, they're just going. And, and so it's like, time out. I got to press pause. Sometimes you got to take a step or two back before you can take three or four steps forward. So those are things that you all want to have your focus and lens on, which is why we're taking some time on this in general. So thanks so much for tuning into this show. Remember, it's always about helping you invest well so you can live well and then ultimately give well and be in a place where you can on purpose plant shade trees under which you will never sit. That's forward thinking, 
forward-focused, other people-focused. Again, for more information, reach out to leanonthewall.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next show. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. By contacting us, we'll review aspects for your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of U.S. Private Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please contact his office. Wall Private Wealth Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wall, NPN license number 7330. 